Welcome back to another edition of Wait, Carrie and Allie. Allie. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, We've rehearsed that for hours. Hours. Hours in the mirror. And in the real world. That's right. In real world Canada. That's we're hoping. We're hoping they let us in finally. We asked to be asked. They said it's not running because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And also this isn't the real world office. This Mm -hmm. is the real Canadian superstore. (gasps) What great deals there though. Huge deals. We actually went there earlier this week. We did. We did. (laughs) We, we, did. Did. we got a new rug for our house. We Very did. exciting stuff. It's technically a patio rug. It is, but, but we're putting it inside. That's right, because we are manic pixie dream girls. Exactly. And never forget that. Never exactly. forget that. The whimsy is real for it us. It is true, because we bought a rug, we bought bocce. We bought bocce. And like two bowls. And a crib board and yeah. cards <laughs> and a tiny little spatula. Exactly. So you tell us yes. if you think we're okay because we're scared we're we we're clocking it we're scared but welcome back to the pod welcome or if this is your first time sorry that that was your introduction yikes hard to hear hard to hear um this Um, is the content this is it i'm Allie. i'm carrie that's right and we host this podcast and guess what that's that's the haps that is you're caught up that's it that's we, it that's we watch all. a rom-com we we, we talk about it usually we, we besmirch it. it we besmirch, oh, besmirch. because uh, let me tell you there's some rough stuff out there oh my god sorry i'm just like i can't get past you just like nonchalantly throwing besmirch thank you i was reading a thesaurus earlier today how was it it was no boring. spoilers it was really um it felt like for a while it was kind of talking about the same thing and then it would switch wow i really to a thought different you topic would have and then describe the thesaurus a little bit more kind of like with more i don't know versatile adjectives maybe just like different <laughs> oh just said, i see another word yeah, for boring okay. maybe yeah, i just thought well, it was a snooze okay that's <laughs> interesting snooze okay three snooze. words for boring snooze, snooze a bore oh, something okay. carrie would like oh Burn. I'm devastated. Wow, Carrie is devastated. She'll be recover. crying all From night that. in her room. I will. That's right. We also live together. Newsflash: yeah. everything's great. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow, Carrie, how's uh? I mean, we've we've had a huge week. Oh, we have. Had we've a had huge a huge week because we just got a ninja blender. We did. That is <laughs> that is the house. I that mean, I'm looking at it right now. It is oh. a giant space blender. What can't we blend? I don't know yet. We don't know. I'm we excited don't know to find yet. out. Like, I feel like you could put, like, full nuts, shelled yeah, nuts Yeah, I in bet there. we could make, like, a fucking nut butter with that shit. Oh, I can't wait to get make a good I nut butter. I don't really understand the point, though, because it's, like, nuts are really expensive, and so is nut butter. So it's, yeah. like, well, why don't... What are you like, saving? I don't think anything. And it's, like, they've already made it. Right? So what like are we doing? Like, in a factory, it feels, like, so much more efficient. And it's, like, they have all... Like, <laughs> the they're, tools. like... And that's what they do. They've done it before. And you have the audacity to be, like, actually, Is we're in-house. I, like, two summers ago, I tried to make oat milk. Don't brag. I will I will continue to brag. Sorry. I, Carrie. I'm... Carrie, I need this. I know you do. I need, <laughs> I actually need to know how you made this, so... Okay, so, going. yeah, I tried to make oat milk. I don't know. I, like, you had, I think you had to add water to oats and then blend them but then after that you had to like put it in like a like like a sieve it yeah well yeah but you have to use like a bag that's like or like cotton like something that's really like breathable but it's like it's like and i was just like milking this fucking bag of oat pulp and i was just like 
oat milk is like three dollars like it's not that that much you can get it by the gallon you know it's really like what are we doing here yeah no i hear you on that you know industrialization has happened it has happened we've got the cotton ginny the what the cotton ginny tell me more it's a store in canada oh that's closed (laughs) no wait is it the cotton guinea it's the guinea i'm sorry no just the fact that that's a reference industrialization has happened and then you said we have the cotton ginny that was your first (laughs) first. wait wait wasn't that the thing that bar brought on the industrial revolution cotton ginny other than the ford factory (laughs) i think of cotton ginny as like like old women's underpants Well, now that's, that's what that's we need. their bread and butter now. now. But I'm saying back then, okay, wasn't that the thing that basically revolutionized the textile industry? And that was like the first like cotton real ginny? like industrialized mass producing thing. Yeah, cotton it was called ginny a cotton was? ginny. Oh, okay, am that I was crazy. No, no, no. I I believe. Or you. am I genius? Am I cotton genius? Okay. Um, no, I believe you. I just, uh, cause when I asked for clarification, I thought you were going to tell me about some sort of a machine, but I, then you just talked about the cotton Ginny, the brand. There is a brand yeah. called cotton Ginny and that I'm I believe assuming... is defunct and defunky <laughs> because I loved it. Okay. Now I have to look up cotton okay. Ginny. Wow, cotton Carrie's... I Joe. Let's not forget that. Oh, could never, would never. Cotton Ginny. Jesus. Here she comes. Well, First thing that pops up, the Cotton Ginny store. So, well, I that's mean, a little a, piece of Canada for Cotton you. Cotton Ginny was a huge part of Cotton the industrial Ginny. revolution. God, I said those words or thought about that. Story I don't think I've ever said long. those words out loud. So, I thank you for this opportunity. Cotton actually, Ginny. I thank cannot you so find much. Indust- I'm gonna look it all up. Wow. Sorry, I like I don't normally spend valuable like airtime air exactly because this podcast it can only be as loud oh, as we it's let a it. Sp- spinning jenny oh no it's a spinning jenny you know what though it's probably because you're wearing cotton jenny underpants right now and you made a, <laughs> an exclusive deal with cotton jenny uh, to mention them on this podcast well so, since sh- we're talking about it uh cotton jenny has a great <laughs> deal on uh old saggy panty <laughs> panty lady panties um uh, they give you uh, so much room to breathe wow more room than you need breathe from your downstairs parts from the downstairs area nice. yeah and they go right up That's great. to your under pits so you don't even have to wear a top like it's like a honestly would wear top. this yeah would wear yeah that sounds great um yeah. shouty outy outy to cotton ginny and cotton all you ginny. do for our butts our butts and our and front butts and our poot my Pooches. goodness um carrie and i just finished watching mm. a movie that a rotten film. tomatoes describes as 28 percent Hmm. <laughs> not surprising not over surprising. here it is a film that is available on netflix and it is also a film that was super boring it was i gotta say it was a stacked cast of yes. of uh underutilized strangely cast sure. um it was a Matthew McConaughey vehicle. It was. Let's say that. He it is. Was. He and is we're not name. talking about the Lincoln. We are not. We can, mm-hmm. We legally cannot. We legally cannot Cease say the word Lincoln on this podcast. Yes. Although he does drive a car a in Lincoln. an erratic way. And it he is does. Lincoln. And he does talk directly to the camera and talk about 
Oh, fuck, I don't even remember the commercial. I don't, who cares what he talks <laughs> I about? I don't even remember He's it. just saying random garbage yeah. the whole time. And, but that's, I mean, that's him in this movie, too. Yeah. I mean, McConaughey is unlikable in this. Okay, I'm already getting into it, because here we are. But let's set this up, finally yes. and forever. The movie that we watched. <gasps> finally and forever, the movie was... The Ghost, Ghost of, of Girlfriend's Pass. Morning, Connor. Versace is on one. Okay. One, two, three. You're ravishing. Kiki, Nadja, Charlize, it's not going to work out for us. Tell me you're not breaking up with me on a conference call. Don't listen to these ladies. They are crazy. Connor, we can still hear you when you cover the camera, oh. you know. I'm psyched you came. I didn't think you were going to make the rehearsal. Yeah. Connor Mead. Jenny Parati. If you do anything to detract from her wedding, I will sneak into your room in the middle of the night and cut off your favorite appendage. And the first part sounds nice. This is gonna be tougher than I thought. <laughs> I'm here to warn you, kid. Tonight you're gonna be visited by three ghosts. Uncle Wayne, you're dead. Whatever happens to you tonight is for your own good. Now we're talking. Hi, Connor. Whoa. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I'm like the ghost of girlfriend's past. I take a look. I'm gonna take you back through all your past girlfriends. We dated for two days. For an hour. For 48 seconds. Oh my God, it's Jenny. Hey. Watch this move. Watch this move. And we'll go out. We'll have a little dinner. What do you say? We gotta button you up. You look like a gay pirate. <laughs> this is the moment you truly fell in love with Jenny. You completely let her in. So you did what you do best. You left. From New Line Cinema. I'm sorry about us. Now I played out. You're actually apologizing, aren't you? What if you could relive your past? I'm gonna keep it forever. I don't think I said that. I'm gonna keep it forever. Okay, I get it. What if you could listen in on the present? When I see him again, I am just right back to where I was before. What if you could change the future? Pictures of you. No, 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 no. You're supposed to be with me. She was always supposed to be with me. Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Garner, and Michael Douglas. I can't believe it. You kept it. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I literally almost said the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, honestly, you had to ask me again what the title of this movie was, even when you were setting up this recording. You could not remember. This is one of those movies. I'm not even going to say films um, that basically pretends that its audience. No, it doesn't pretend. Treats its audience mm-hmm. like they're idiots. Yes. Uh, obviously, this is Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. The story of. The story of. And the funny part, actually, about Ebenezer Scrooge's story, like, people always do, like, an Ebenezer Scrooge, like, Scrooge, like, episode and stuff. I don't fucking know the original. I don't think I've ever seen it. You haven't seen the The classic? The closest thing I've seen is, like, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge is the classic. Scrooge (laughs) McDuck is the classic Scrooge. It goes Scrooge McDuck, The Muppets, Michael Caine, uh, Michael, no, no, no. Oh, Oh, what's his name? Cotton Scrooge, Jenny. Cotton Jenny, uh, <laughs> spinning Cotton Jenny. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Bill Murray Bill in Murray. Scrooge, oh. and then uh, 
I don't even know who plays the original. Honestly, I think it was made in the fifties with the the spinning Jenny. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's, was she was she the star? Or the she was the, the leading lady. lady. The leading yeah. lady she played opposite. Uh, oh, I'd love to be a leading lady. You are a leading lady in your own life. Thank you. And I told you that every day. Thank you. But I also told you that I'm the main character. Yes, in of my, my life. Yes, and, and your of life. My life. Yes, <laughs> but I'm the leading lady. You're the leading lady, but I'm a real lady. Ah, oh. uh, you'll see. <gasps> yeah, you'll see. Slam your body down and slam slam your body down. Slam your body down. Um. Yeah. So this is that. So the plot is that. That is it. It's it. We're not gonna we're not gonna unpack it any more than that. <laughs> That's it. Because that is the plot. That is the plot. He is an asshole who's basically his his parents die. He's yes, like, he does have dead parents. In yes, him. his uncle is a predator, aka yes. Michael Douglas, Michael as Douglas. like literally the guru who wrote the game. I mean, he's supposed to basically be like I think because he's very rich. I think he's supposed to be like a bit of a Hugh Hefner type. He honestly gives me a uh, Bruce Wayne vibe because his name is Uncle Wayne. Oh my god, his you parents die and he's rich. Oh my god, if he's Batman, I will shit my pants. He's <laughs> this would have been way better if he if had the been twist was like oh Batman. also I fight crime also I'm Batman. I treat women like shit, but also I'm Batman. Also I'm Batman. And you're like, oh. I treat Rachel like shit. It's me, Batman. Nice. That was a good Batman. Thank you. That was really good. I've been working on my male superhero impressions. Why? It's me, Superman. (laughs) I like how all of your impressions involve them saying who they are. It lacks a confidence that I love. Thank you. Yeah. Can you give me your... um, Green Goblin. Oh, it's me, the Green Goblin. <laughs> Honestly, pretty good. I don't remember what the Green Goblin sounds like. I don't like, know what he does, but it should sound like that. I think so too. I think we need to do some retakes. You know how they changed Bane's voice? What? Uh, in Batman, yeah, they had. I think they couldn't hear him because of the mask or something, so oh. they had to like dub a voice over top. Yeah, and it was an insane voice. Was it not the main actors? It's- Tom Hardy? Is that who played I don't really know. And I, you know what? I've started telling this story. I know. And I've decided I don't actually care It is interesting because I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I've never heard you talk about Batman before. (laughs) But like you use this platform now to like make several references. spread misinformation. Oh. Yeah. I want people to listen to our podcast and then get the wrong facts and so then tell leave. them to their friends and be like no, no no look it up and then they look it up and they're like are you an idiot oh my god that's what i want for you our dear listeners we will we <laughs> want to throw you under the bus as they we say. would love to we want you to get uh conversationally cucked oh that's yeah. so sweet carrie yeah by your dear ones your wow. friends i love that yeah so yeah basically matthew mcconaughey they were like okay we'll make him like scrooge except for will really, really make him a misogynist, like, womanizer. We're going to go hard on that. And not fun womanizer a la Britney Spears singing no. womanizer. No. And not toxic and the fun toxic <sighs> no. a la Britney Spears and toxic. Exactly. It, it we, honestly, he was just, he's supposed to be, he's like, this photographer. He's Ugh. just a fucking asshole. They have all these, like, women, like, um, drooling over him, drooling, literally throwing themselves. Like honestly, it's it's, act- it's at like the same level as the um, satire in Austin Powers. I was about to say Were that. You? I was about oh to say God. this is like Austin Powers yeah. meets Scrooge McDuck. It really, is. I just want to make sure it's canon for you. Scrooge McDuck. So yeah, it's a Scrooge you. McDuck. We should call him Scrooge McFuck. Oh, so smart. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Carrie, bring more of those ideas to the table. Thank please. you. I'm going to write that down <laughs> and I'm going to repeat it again smart. a few more times throughout the podcast. That's super smart. 
Um, but remember, Kara, you cannot say the word Lincoln in this podcast because they have sent us a cease and desist. What about LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn? I want to network with my corporate folks out there. Make sure that you pronounce both the K and the in. <laughs> no, not the in. <laughs> not the in. God damn it. I mean, I don't know. You have to practice in the mirror a bit to see, make sure it's okay. I, um, but yes, did I set up a LinkedIn one time 10 years ago and I still get email updates from it that I delete all the time from my email inbox? Yes, I do. You know what? I'd be curious to know how many people have like successfully networked through LinkedIn. Do you know hmm. what I mean? Like what is, yeah, I don't know. Cause it seems to be such a, a prominent feature in the world you know what it's only ever been i would think that you and i perhaps you know as an educator (laughs) and a librarian worker you don't know what i do that's what she does and also we're both comedians Mm -hmm. i i and podcasters you know i don't know if that's we wear many hats neither of us well Yes, I think if I started a hat LinkedIn, I think that would do really well. Uh-huh. But neither of us are like, you know, in Silicon Valley or biz- the business it. world. We have watched Silicon Valley. Dude heavy. Dude heavy. Dude heavy. That's my note. That is also my note. Um, So I don't know if LinkedIn is for us. No. Or about but it's us. not against us. It, well, as far as I know. As far as we but know. But if I find out that it is. Then you will. Come for it. Smart. And... A reminder of when you can come for us. You can come for me <laughs> on that patio between three and five. Yes. You can, Carrie I'll is be available there. before or after that. Yes. In be- like that. And I've got 15 minutes before like bookending it. Yeah. So before and after. Before and after. You do not have to book in advance. Yeah. But much like the vaccine in British Columbia, you have to register. Yes. Before you can book. So please register, but you cannot book. No. So you can find all the information on our website. Absolutely. It's very clear. And the website is cool. It's very cool. Very cool and hip. It's cool and hip. That's what so everyone says. So Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Can we call him McConaughey? McConaughey. 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 Yeah, honestly. he yeah, he's a womanizer. All the women's oh yeah, all the women's love him. All the women, like Ala Austin Powers, all like fucking drooling. Like they over have him. no agency, personality, or anything, uh, self esteem. He I breaks guess. up with three of them at once on a conference call. Like we're really supposed to hate him. Like none of these women <laughs> seem to stand up for themselves. Not even except a little for bit. Jennifer Garner. Except for Jennifer who, Garner, who uh, I wrote down here is his babysitter. Basically, honestly, she's not. But because he, so he goes to his younger brother's wedding, and his younger brother is Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Google his face. Actually, I'll put a picture of him in the episode notes because you'll be like, oh, him. He's He's, like a poor man's Paul Rudd. He is. Oh, wow. Honestly, no. I can't. Yeah, I know. I can't have you say that. He's he is a poor man's Paul Rudd. He's like like a, a poor, like, poor man's the Paul man, Rudd is okay, but <laughs> anyone but Paul Rudd because you'd be lucky and rich <laughs> in life and love if you had a Carrie's, version of Paul Rudd. Carrie's ultimate dream man is Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd circa anything he's done. Yes. Give me anything he's done. Honestly, anything. Even when he I was mean, a he wedding singer so before, course. I would take that. He was a version. wedding singer. He was. Oh. And he would basically, he wasn't even like a wedding singer. He was like a wedding DJ hype person. That's hilarious. So he would I just make sure be- everyone was dancing on the dance floor. I like floor don't really and- want to get married, but I now I want to right? get married so that he can be my D- DJ hype person. Like he's just hyping everyone having oh, a good time was his so like cute. profession. That's why I, mean. I love that. Honestly, um, Paul, okay, if you're listening. So, but what if this man, okay, so it's a poor man's. 
Paul Rudd, but maybe this man is I like really so don't. poor. I he's think been, we need to just. What if he's been like run over by a car a couple times? Like he's in debt. Like he's he's had to um, declare bankruptcy several times. He. This is the man. This doesn't sound like Paul Rudd to me. <laughs> no. So sorry. I'm it's just like distracted because no. you keep saying <laughs> like a poor man's Paul Rudd. But I just I'm like Paul Rudd. No, but the man is so poor that this is the only. But if Paul Rudd was poor, I no, would No, it's not still... Paul. No, no, The man, because the poor man's Paul Rudd, it means like it's like the man who's buying Paul Rudd could only afford Breckenmeyer. Okay. So they wanted so this, Paul Rudd. They wanted Paul Rudd, but they couldn't afford him. Yeah. And also, Paul Rudd was a leading man by this time. There's no way he, he was going to play a bit part man. in the McConaughey vehicle. He would never. So the poor man, the man was so poor, he's in debt. He, so really, Breck and Meyer stepping in and be like, hey, there's not, nothing else you can do. I guess I'll be your Paul Rudd. Wow. I just wish people wouldn't say they would be a thing that they can't possibly be <laughs> is all I'm Because this is a contentious saying. issue I just you. feel, yeah, I just yeah. feel like we're never going to agree on this, yeah. this analogy of a, a poor fair. version of a superior okay. being <laughs> who rich or poor, rain or, or shine, well, it's just he like, is no, okay. so it's, Paul it's Rudd. It's just like how people call Carrie a poor man's alley. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so... Uh, yeah, he is an asshole. Not Brecken Meyer. Not Paul Rudd either. Yeah, no, Paul Rudd is I want to be very clear about that. A friend of the pod. He's a, he's a huge friend, friend of, of the pod. pod. Um, but yeah, so they're showing like what a big asshole Matthew McConaughey is. And I wrote out a quote from Carrie. Carrie just said, I know that they want us to hate him, but this is upsetting. It was. It was rough. It was it, like, like there's no redeeming quality. He is like a predator. His yeah. Uncle Wayne, a.k.a. Michael Douglas. Yes. Huge, huge predator. Mm-hmm. Just creep. Original auteur of the mm-hmm. game. And then he basically teaches his. In, he's adopted these two boys. Yes, obviously. after their, their also we didn't died. find out till the, that their parents had died till like whatever, like half yeah. of the movie. But like I clocked it that whole time. Absolutely, you read that. You said, "Oh, I said report." I was like, died. "Oh, his parents are dead because yeah. he's like damaged." Good. Right? Like, like I think that's the point of this. Is like we're supposed to like obviously hate him. Like we get it. Like as a woman, yeah, yeah. this is men writing for women it's like oh boo you know Mm -hmm. we can change him you know he's a fixer-upper whatever he's such a a dog yeah but like ultimately this whole like going into his past is supposed to empathize yeah with him him. to us we're supposed to like become more human we're supposed to see his flaws we're supposed to see like oh my god his parents and you're like bitch shit happens to everyone i don't you know don't because I was even saying, too, uh, the analogy, because when he drives up to his, he goes, like, basically, he grew up in a mansion. So, again, oh it's God, like, massive poor mansion. little rich boy. He's yeah. he's Bruce Wayne. Like, that's how I see it. Like, his uncle Wayne, he his parents Batman. died. Except instead of, like, you know, crushing villains, he's just crushing. He's like, murder a bunch of pussies. Pussies. And that's um, all edited out. So don't worry about that. <laughs> So, ugh, yeah, he sucks. And then, yeah, he's going to Breckenmeyer's wedding at the mansion. Exactly. And Jennifer Garner's there. And it's clear they have some sort of history. There's like, history there. It, they make it pretty clear, like, she's the one that got away she kind did. of thing. Even though she's been uh, clearly around his entire life. Oh, yeah, totally. When yeah. we see through his, like, weird yeah. ghostly past. Uh... It To me, it's like, why does he get this, like... 
spectral kind of lesson introspection teaching. Yeah. I know they tried to play off like the Uncle Wayne thing. Like he was a big part of his form and yeah. a part of his life. He obviously died. I don't mm-hmm. really remember how, yeah, when, really where, why. Died, they just like yeah. allude to him. Mm-hmm. And then he like appears in the bathroom of the mm-hmm. wedding rehearsal again. I've this movie is literally just everyone rehearsing the shit out of a wedding My that we God. we don't even care they about. rehearsed more than we did for my plays that I did in high school yes. and let me tell you we yeah. rehearsed a lot for those plays yeah what was your most, <laughs> if you had to pick because I know you've had a few key roles some pretty huge roles yeah so I yeah. know I know you were a formative a presence mm-hmm. on the Kelowna stage thank you yes um, and so I just I want to task you with thank you so picking, much for asking Carrie yeah um your, well your formative let me, okay let me set the scene for you okay so mm-hmm. I went to Kelowna secondary school interesting which would be a high school in Kelowna and we had uh, a pretty serious theater program. You had to audition Ooh. to get in. Okay, wow. Carrie? It wasn't like okay. you had to audition to get in, then you were in the cast. Okay, yeah. so it was a pretty big deal. Wait, so you auditioned and then you were in the cast? And regardless? then you were in the cast and then, yeah, exactly. Okay. It was a huge deal it actually was such a big deal to me at the time Hilarious. i can i can imagine it was, you, Honestly, it was my entire energy, personality of course of it course was like especially with auditions oh like, my I can't god even. i couldn't handle the i didn't have the confidence back then i was oh. like no i'm out before i'm in i had too much confidence oh. i wrote my own auditioning monologue hell to the yeah you did i already told you about how i auditioned for oh my god yeah, a that's... musical in elementary yeah, school wait, which what is did you sing? sex i sang because <laughs> it was a musical so i really wanted to show my range and my patriotism so i sang <laughs> oh canada a song that i knew i knew the words to and knew i could hit all of the notes what a crowd pleaser oh man i tell you people <sighs> stood up especially like they hit that dance floor like I, I mean, I do hate it when people like put flourishes in O Canada. Like, I think it's a lot. Yeah. But like, like just to sing it straight, just like to just go like go walk oh, into a room, Canada. and you need to know, Ali. Like, yes. I was in a French immersion. <laughs> oh, no. Did you sing it half in so French, half in English? We sang. No, we. I wish we would have sang it half. <laughs> We sang the full version in Death English and in French. I don't know. I barely know the words. Yeah. I never really thought about it. I just, know the I just sounds. learned the nuanced mm-hmm. sounds of it. And mm-hmm. I made my mouth look like everyone else's mouth when I sang it. So smart. Yeah. That's so, part of learning sing, a language. Did you sing it in English or in French for your audition? I, oh, wow, I wish I had the courage <laughs> to go full Celine Dion. Hey. Um, no, I went English and mm-hmm. I looked the three teachers in the face and I yeah. said, today I've brought to you a song that you've heard every morning for the <laughs> however long you've worked at this yeah. school. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to find something <laughs> a little bit different about it. And sure enough, they didn't. And <laughs> they it was in the not. wrong key. That is rough. That and is I, rough. I want you to know that it was acapella. That is huge. That's, so, I mean, you, it's hard to get an accompaniment to, yeah. in an elementary school. I And you know what? It was so long ago, so I'm not sure if this is factual, mm-hmm. but I think I might have put my hand on my chest. Oh, my God. <laughs> What a, patriot. So what a patriot. So the fact that I was denied one of the leading roles. That's rough. Were you given a role? I was given a role. Mm-hmm. And I would say I was given that role because my <laughs> sister also auditioned. Yes. And what did she sing? Oh, God. What was the song again? I, you told me. I know. I can't remember what it's called. Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. She went for it as well. I think we both uh, picked songs that we thought were more important I than mean, they were as, as uh, a child. Excuse me? 
Zaddy Plummer himself <laughs> saying a R.I.P. Canadian R. I. treasure. P. Is he Canadian? Yes. Oh my God. Uh, R.I.P. Christopher Plummer. Zaddy. I, honestly, I think in Austria they don't even really know what Edelweiss is. That's the song they sing in the sound of music. Yeah. I've I I had read a thing recently on the internet. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I uh, that people in Austria are I'm like we don't know the song. So I say we change it to Canada's national anthem because oh. oh Canada is a pile of hog shit honestly it's so boring even when i was singing and it, who I was like, gives a shit nothing about and this it is- mentions god it's so and we're all sons yeah. and also colonialism it's not great so it just feels like we should maybe all just just toss it yeah and i don't know like i'm just gonna start singing edelweiss interesting and then if other people want to join in great okay if like not, I don't when care. are you going to sing it? Just Probably like whenever I feel like it. Before sports games. Oh, and... fun. Yes. Yeah. You're going to bring a mic? I, I'm always mic'd. I, know I always have are. a mic pack on, like a Britney Spears one. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you like to dance. You're more of a performer, more of a performer. than a singer. So if but I want to bring sing. the lyric track with me, yeah. I will. Backing that's what, that's track. What I, or, not a, no, I'm talking about like an Ashley Simpson on SNL because I have laryngitis. Yeah, but also the uh band didn't know what song to play exactly so so she'd jig off that stage any who's mm. um that's a perfect segue into it, our film yes uh <laughs> arguably the whole writing ting team writing ting writing ting writing ting the whole writing team yes jigged off the stage on this one you know what they also wrote this mm. writing team did yes. i tell you uh, oh. Two men, The Hangover, Ooh, mm-hmm. non-surprising. and Bad Moms. Those are their two wow. other hits. Okay, so they clearly so, have. Yeah, and I think that's a thing. I mean, niche. I think actually, thinking back, this might be our first male protagonist. It oh, is no, no, no. I guess 500 Days of Summer was. But oh, yeah. this is like our first like true, like yeah. shit rom-com yeah. male protagonist. And there's we not a lot. We know. Of, I think McConaughey has like a, a couple where he's the protagonist. I'm trying to think of another one right now. I can't think of oh, one. Oh, um, the one where he doesn't move out of his parents' house and he's with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, uh, Failure to Launch. Exactly. You know what? I haven't seen that movie, mm-hmm. but your description of that was perfect to the Thank point where you. I was like, I know what movie you know you're what talking that is. about based on And everything. you know what? I wonder if it was because he, he was quite good in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. He was. And I guess the wedding planner as well. And so yes. he, they were like, let's make this a McConaughey vehicle. And in the end, no thank you. The only McConaughey vehicle I want to see is a Lincoln. Carrie, what? we're not allowed to say Lincoln on this podcast. Who's going to stop us? Lincoln. Abe? <laughs> honest Abe. Oh, he's so he's honest. Come in. He's so he honest. He can't lie. You know I'd what? ask him to. You know what? Wouldn't. I think too many people lied to him about, though. His what? facial hair. <gasps> Rough. I don't like the lines. It's weird. And also, how many people wanted to kill him? Oh, uh, yeah. They lied to uh, him about that. I need all that the information. Time. Like, I need a hole through the head. Oh. At a play. <gasps> Which play? Too soon. Too soon was the play, or too <laughs> soon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Back to my theater. Yeah career yes the first play i was in was great expectations mm. and carrie you might want to ask ali what role did you play in great expectations the dickens classic uh, and that would be um mm. a role that was the chorus but was later given okay. the name of mrs wopsle 
<laughs> I was in a dowdy dress. Ooh. I had the first line of the play. Oh, that's exciting. That was exciting. It was a narration line. Okay. Um, but it moves plot. It moves plot. And that's what we it need. It moves plot. Uh, but what important. I will say is that one day while we were doing this play, um, a friend of mine got a line a little bit wrong in a way that I thought was so funny. Okay, now I need to and hear it. I feel I, like you told uh, me this, line, but I need to Yeah, hear it. so the line she was, I think she was supposed to say like, Secret papers were signed and the $500 were something, something, something. She was also in the chorus. <laughs> and, and the, but instead, she had forgotten to say the first part. So she said, um, the $500 were transferred and secret papers were signed because she'd forgotten. And I was just standing there in the chorus, like the last end of the play. And I just did the biggest laugh. I was Uh-oh. just like, <laughs> and I just like, I started to you like, let her rip. laugh. Un- yeah, hole. it was basically like a laugh fart. Oh my god! I started god. to laugh uncontrollably. I ruined the whole play. Did everyone else laugh because mm-hmm. they heard you laugh? Yeah, everyone else started <gasps> How laughing. How was the director slash the, teacher? Um, the director, uh, he was forgiving. Oh, but the other uh, members of the oh, play were kind of mad. No, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have a rap party? Very serious roles. Of course. Um, we did have a rap party, but I couldn't make it because I had to go to oh, no. uh, a ski coaching class the next day, <laughs> and my wow. parents had to come pick me up. Anyway, <clears throat> my next role. Thank you for asking. No, didn't care, but okay. Uh, no. Uh, well, no, I had auditioned for the lead leading lady. Annabelle Ooh, Lee and Annabelle. I in a play about the life of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, juicy play. Mm-hmm. A juicy role play. I wanted. I wanted to be Annabelle <gasps> Lee. And? And the, uh, uh, I got two roles, actually. Whoa. I have to say that two roles are better than one. Uh-huh. The roles in question Uh-oh. were Cabin Boy number two okay. and Male Mourner number four. Interesting. So you tell me that? where those end up in the tale of Edgar Allan Poe's I can't life. place them when I think about Edgar Allan Poe I cannot place well, those two well because you're not thinking hard enough I don't know if that's anywho true. so uh, that was grade 11 uh, theater for me <clears throat> moving on to uh, this film <laughs> okay so yeah basically the plot of the movie then is Ebenezer Scrooge slash Austin Powers Austin is Powers. a huge douchebag um, Michael Douglas who coincidentally didn't Michael Douglas Wait, is he still alive? Yes. Okay. His dad, I but believe, he died. Had... He had... Like, <laughs> That's why he died? Well, is that what Prince Philip died of? He was basically... He had the Prince Philip disease. Yikes. Skeletor yes. disease. Skeletor. Just wow. impossibly old. Wow. And, and we do say that in a rude way about Prince Philip because yes. of what a disgusting racist person he was. Yeah. Anywho. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Michael Douglas, didn't he get throat cancer and then say he <gasps> got it from eating out Captain Zeta-Jones? No. Yeah. What? That's the first time I've ever heard that. I'm pretty sure this <gasps> is true. Because it's like HPV. We can get HPV. Men can get HPV. We all have HPV. Um, Are you? I, I literally have I, to Google no, this do right not, now. Do not fact check this. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, I will, well, I will link after. it to the comments. Oh, my God. Linking it into the comments, I, please. I, do carry. What? They're linked gonna see in. What, linked into the comments. It's gonna be. I want in. a network on this podcast. <laughs> so smart, Allie, please. That's so smart, Carrie. Do not stand in the way. Um. Of that. So Michael Douglas, I found it. I was like, I respect the hustle, the hustle you of know? it. Yeah. Anywho, he sees him in the bathroom and he's like, "You like let your life's not what you think it is. Yeah, Boring. Who I'm cares?" Uncle Wayne, and, and I'm then. A predator. <laughs> Um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. In surprise a surprise role. role. Surprise role. But she plays Emma Stone. She does. She and really does. Brave. 
because she does not look good at all in this no. movie. She's got very curly braces. hair, braces. Because she's supposed sure. to be like one of his first girlfriends, like from high school. Yeah, she plays it in an over to- the top way. That yeah. is fun. And it flirty. is fun. But like, and at first I was like, oh, this is a fun role for Emma Stone. But then as the movie continued, I didn't laugh even once no. at any of it. No. And honestly, Emma can can carry a comedy. Certainly. Um, but in this situation. I just don't think the writing, the writing was that good. There. And what was weird is that the people who did carry the comedy were the moments where there was no dialogue. Yeah. Other than Jennifer Garner. She had some good lines. Yeah, yeah. Which we can go over. Yeah. Um, but then it was more... Matthew McConaughey's strange, strange verbal noises. cues and noises and reactions. There's one scene where he he's like, very physical. there's like a, a wedding cake disaster because I don't know, it's a rom-com and he has to like accidentally ruin of course, the wedding cake. You know, what but could the be worse? noises he was making were so off kilter. Like I think this was the beginning of, of Lincoln. Matthew McConaughey you know that kind of like I'm a that, like, wild erratic. man yeah. you know he's just like woo woo yeah hoorah <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah uh, yeah what's that Wolf of Wall Street Wolf of Wall Street we, we got a bit of a preview to his Wolf of Wall Street we're seeing here. a we're seeing a dip of the toe that's right we're this is not dabbling. your wedding planner Matthew no. McConaughey he has ditched those tiny little wire rimmed glasses he said we're and going in said, a new direction here we go we're gonna play in so this basically one. Emma Stone is like I'm gonna take you through all your girlfriends to yeah. show you those are your fucking ghosts Super again ghosts. i still don't know or care why no. it's happening no it's happening because there's no like we're just like oh this is a piece of shit and you're like great yeah and i you, guess ugh, it's boring it is very boring um because it's like a, he's like a one-dimensional character and he they're is. like here and he we'll sucks. show him you you his second dimension and i'm like i don't know like yeah you kind of already need to have a couple dimensions before i can see another one exactly like because i do love a gray area character exactly Wonderful. but this but is not that no 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 this she is not we take she takes him back to his first love which guess who it is jennifer gardner as a baby they're both babies babies. they're kids and you know i love a child actor carrie says it all the time she's like i love i love i love watching like a bunch of children two children in this in this case Mm -hmm. just like have a a nuanced adult conversation that's meant to like set the tone and sure. show like an emotional it's formative so moment weird and the way it's always written and the way it's always acted because guess what children are children Cannot. but they don't know how to act they like do children. not they do not have that they perspective do not have yet. the chloe grace moretz they do not promise there are some prodigies in there chloe grace moretz there it is but at the same time it's like more often than not what i'm seeing is two children pretending and it's hard to watch and that's just my opinion and your opinion is true yeah because even and the writing was like made for terrible child actors it's it was written by two adult men clearly (laughs) baby baby mcconaughey says you're the best jenny it's like if you want a bad child actor, write that line down. Write that line. You're and the tell best that kid like, to say that normally. Jesus Christ. It's like, wow, I would never say that. Also, so then his parents die and you like see Jenny like holding his hand and stuff. And then they're both like nine. Yes. And you're like And they're on that swing set. I'm like, who had an experience like this? Exactly. I don't think it's real. It's it just feels like such a projection of it's what so weird. they want it to be. Right. And it I feel like that's a common trope in rom coms it too. It's yeah. like that childhood. Like we see the moment where their heart was ultimately broken or when they when they first loved and we're supposed to like 
extrapolated into the rest of the plot yeah. but it's like i don't yeah, believe I these two kids and now all. it's like we're flashed back Ugh. or flash forwarded to matthew mm-hmm. mcconaughey with long shoulder length hair oh so weird yeah. so that's weird. the next phase isn't it when he becomes the photographer well actually first they do dip into teenagehood oh right. just as boring so boring but the one thing that's exciting about it is it's the same young Jennifer Gardner as they use in 13 going on oh, 30. Because yeah, you pointed yeah, that out. Yeah, I was out. like, is that the, because she looks like Jennifer Gardner. I was like, she is really that does. her? And it was. And it, you know what? That yeah. brought me to think. Oh. That once you have one person playing young you, yeah. that should be it forever. She should build a career on playing yeah. Jennifer Gardner a few years a few, earlier. And I think that. She could ride that out. Jennifer Gardner should like have to like sign a contract saying absolutely exclusively working exclusive rights that is gonna be my child version exactly that's my younger version that's young and you could build me. a whole imdb on you that really shit. could like you could ride that you out because really jennifer had a, a fairly illustrious career oh had i mean i haven't seen her in a while wow carrie just saying had she ha- it's her like, legacy it she has it forever like maybe carrie is the problem about wow. older women working in hollywood okay well hmm. so some people have called hmm. me a poor woman jennifer garner have they that no just doesn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> no. if anyone i'm the brunette that's true i'm the gorgeous brunette <sighs> I'm the, the stunning you could maybe be a young woman's share, uh, Susan Sarandon. Oh, I wish. Oh, oh, you could get it. I would love to be a. Oh, hell yeah. <gasps> a young woman's Julianne Moore. A Julianne Oh, you could do that. Demure. I'm, I'm going to cast you as Julianne Moore. Thank you. A young Jessica what's, Chastain. Uh, what's the movie? It's called What's the role? The Butt's Revenge. Okay. It is a B horror movie. Ooh, B as in butt? Yes, that is one of our marketing strategies. Interesting. <laughs> don't Please think... don't steal that from me if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Okay. It, it has felt been, like you been, were no, suddenly time. coming to a... <laughs> I'd like no, to no. see some of the no. drafts of yeah, your yeah. promo for yeah, this before I... No, I'm going to see it now, I think. Oh, well, Maybe just CC me on the, the rest of the emails. I just The documents are old. I just feel like I need so, to sign no, something no. before I talk any further because I seem to be full of good ideas. Hmm, okay. Well, we might have to go a different direction then. Interesting. You have a twin sister, right? <laughs> and what is her address? Ah, I'll give it to you, <laughs> but I don't want to. One, two, three. One, two, gotcha three. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, but yes, then ultimately, Matthew McConaughey. We see him as a young adult, I guess. I guess. But he honestly he looks, looks like a full blown like adult. A fucking fifty year old. He does. He looks like he's about Long to hair. retire in like five years. Like he's wearing like a silk shirt. It's so yeah, gross. And I hate it's it. gross. We don't like it. And like younger, like the other McConaughey is there, and he looks way younger. It's it's so interesting too. I love when they do that, where they have to like age up from like different child yeah. actors, because like. We're all suspending belief, right? It's movie Certainly. magic. But at the same time, it's like, there's no way. How much belief can we dispen- there's dispen- no dispen- way. suspend? Yeah, I'm suspended. I am suspended. For chewing gum. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a rough punishment. I don't think the, the punishment fits the crime, uh, if thank you Thank you. And I did the time. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, they show him with Jennifer Gardner. They end up like... 
whatever kind yeah, of dating for I guess a bit. They had a they, little... Yeah, they had like they actually do end up dating at some yeah, point. Yeah, which I guess was cute, but it was like oh, she just... was always like arms distance away, yeah. right? Because and his it was creepy like... uncle taught him how to be a fucking piece of shit predator. Yeah, <laughs> predator. Literally, literally. It's... That whole scene. Like, let me just jump back to yeah. when he was a kid, and he basically. D- didn't get rejected yeah he and they both say it uh oh yeah he just his, uh choked because he, he should have asked jennifer he Garner just didn't dance, ask didn't. jennifer garner to dance and she like obviously they set it up like she wanted to and then he ended up she ended up dancing with like the, some cute Someone boy asked some poor Her. man's paul rudd um <laughs> and i can say it but you uh, can't okay, because it comes from a loving place wow um i love you paul rudd uh <laughs> he knows but uh so then he's just like now that's his like turning point for his character because his yeah. uncle is like his I guess uncle comes takes to pick him, him up a fucking bar and takes him to his local watering hole which starts- is the seedy gross Ugh. it looks like a strip club yeah he looks old as shit wearing yeah. like those yellow like U two Bono, yeah, Bono he maybe sunglasses he actually those from Bono yeah that he basically that. yeah I lo- and I love that story for him me too but it basically clocks him right away like if I saw somebody walk into a bar with their like clearly underage yeah like I don't even want to say child because he looked too old for yeah, that to be his be child. child I'd yeah. be like this man. Like, I would look at the child and be like, are you in danger? Yeah. You know what you I mean? Like, he was giving. three times if you need help. Absolutely. He was giving off those vibes. And he's basically teaching. They're sitting up at the bar and he's yeah. teaching him how every step of the game. Yeah. He's like, okay, when you go over to those ladies, you don't talk to the one lady. Yeah. You, you talk know? to the other one. He's basically like showing, teaching him the ways of. Again, the game. He I also don't... calls women all the time um, broads or dames. Broads, dames. He calls them something new he every says, time. He was like, dames are like horses. They spook easy. Now, that's just true, Which, though. Oh, it's so true. That is if, just you know, true. If I don't have my blinders on. Oh, my you know, God. And something comes from the left or the right. Yeah. I get spooked. You once kicked me full weight <laughs> because I approached your backside without yeah, you telling you. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's interesting. But you know what? And if you're scared around me, I, I can smell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. And also, you love I shit you, where I want. You shit where you want and you love yourself an apple. I love an apple. I love watching crunchy, you crunchy, crunchy. go to town on a little apple. Core and all. Oh, you love it. Mm, so good. It's true. Oh, we have fun. Um, Yeah. And then... Oh my god. Okay, so the first night he sleeps with Jennifer Gardner cuz yeah. she's like no you have to wait for it whatever. Uh, yeah. Um she said he goes to leave after they have sex cuz he just can't handle spooning. Yeah. And Carrie, what were the signs that they'd finished having sex so that we could tell? I mean, I wasn't sure, but like basically they both just looked immediately cut to exhausted, lying back on their pillow mm-hmm. saying that was amazing sex. Huh. Out of breath. Great. I'm just taking notes for a friend. Yeah. Um, that's really good to know. Yeah. Jennifer Gardner says, in a line that was definitely written by one of the two men that wrote the screenplay, <laughs> there are two types of women in this world. One you shag and leave. Oh, See, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. We're shag seeing now it. Or shag later. Oh. Um, one you shag and leave and one you shag and snuggle. snuggle and you're just Jesus. like, okay, what the fuck? Who like, what are you are saying? Are you saying that? Yeah shaming like these. what are you saying exactly are you saying that some women aren't 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 disposable and some women are well disposable? that's the vibe i got from this movie overall right is that, is that we're like... supposed to not care about all of his 
past girlfriends yeah. because they are meaningless. Floozies. They're floozies. They have no personality, mm-hmm. no self-esteem. They're just no... a pair of tits Exactly. They did it to themselves. Because uh-huh. even one of the bridesmaids ended up sleeping. We find out a spoiler. Oh, yeah. ended um, up... No spoilers. Well, I'm just saying it's on Netflix. Watch it, bees. <laughs> um, but it's... Yeah, it's basically like she, even she's like, oh, I slept with him. Yeah. Like, you know, the the groom or whatever. Yeah. And all the bridesmaids are like, and, and not even like in a slut shamey way. It was more just like these women just like, like you almost want to not care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just like the, the, the POV, the like context is just like who cares about these women yeah jennifer garner stands out because she's like a real woman she's a real woman because she mm-hmm. doesn't she's have not one sex of those right other away objects. doesn't care about sex yeah. she cares about love and mm-hmm. that makes her virtuous and yeah. it's just like i don't want to have that perspective i know that we're in you know the lincoln with matthew mcconaughey yeah i'll see in this movie is 20 2010 only 10 years ago Ooh. we don't see women as objects anymore right guys of course that has been quickly remedied and this is just a farsity of that mm-hmm. but yeah, it's. Th- I think that's what was most nauseating for me about watching yeah. this. It's like there were some fun-ish moments because of how weird they were acted out. I'm looking at you, yes. McConaughey. McConaughey. But at the same time, it was just like, who is this for? Because it's obviously for women. Well, that's the thing. But, but I hate every woman on the screen. All the women and everything suck. and everyone else. And, and I mean, okay. God bless her heart. God bless. Gretchen Wieners. We do not know her real name. And we, we refuse to look but it up. But her real name but is But Gretchen, Gretchen Wieners, Wieners from Mean Girls is the bride, the bride of Breckenmeyer. Yeah. And she's <laughs> she does have some pretty funny lines where she's like. Oh, my God. She, she really says, does. like, I'm usually not such a bitch. Uh, I mean, that's a classic line. And then at some point she line. calls. Oh, when Matthew McConaughey uh, fucks up her wedding cake, she calls him a stupid bitch, which yeah. I thought was great. She's like, that's not a rehearsal cake. That is the wedding, wedding cake, cake, you stupid bitch. Um, and honestly, her, the intensity of how she delivered that Wonderful. too was so intense in such mm-hmm. a beautiful bridezilla way. Mm-hmm. But not even like, she plays that she type played of it very character well. very yeah. well. Yeah. 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 And she played it better than the writing, I'll say. She really did. Mm-hmm. She made those words pop because the writing was not there. It was there not was there. no jokes to be written <laughs> there was in not. this. There was barely even heart or character nope. development. We don't even need those. No. So after uh, he discuss- he goes back through his relationship with Jennifer Gardner, boring. Um, Truly. Then they're like, okay, and now you just went through so many women. We're just going to do it in like a little montage, it basically. It was, yeah. And this montage, whatever, it's a bunch of women. Like, it's a bunch of fucking jokes. Yeah. And again, 2010 is showing because there is a trans person who's like, oh, I, right. like, I used to be a woman yeah. or whatever. And he's like, woo. Oh. And then there's also a Japanese woman who's speaking in Japanese, which yeah. is like, it's so funny watching these now because like, they're so clearly written as jokes. Yeah. But someone's just speaking in Japanese. Like, it's not a joke. Yeah. Wait, what, <laughs> like, what are we, what's the joke here? And so it's just yeah. kind of like, it actually, it reminds me a bit of like when we watched long ago, my gosh, like two years ago, we watched, I forgot what the movie was called with Jordy. It was that older rom-com with Richard <gasps> Dreyfus. I oh, remember there was right. that whole plot line oh. uh, with the, I think there was a guy who was an actor who was gay and there was all these gay jokes, but they honestly, we didn't even catch them. Like it was yeah. like because they were so antiquated. It like, was, it was yeah, just like people were age. saying facts. Yeah. But it was, I mean, obviously like people still make 
jokes like that and make like trans jokes and make of course uh, racist jokes yeah, people, of course. Suck. people suck um but it is interesting when it's just like you see it in a movie it's just like it's supposed to just be a joke and it's like huh okay yeah is that honestly that's a lot of 2010 is a, a lot ton of, just of 2010 like record scratching like huh you're like cool okay that yeah. is the joke really? it's so lazy that's it's what you so that's lazy. what you realize like rom-coms and i mean any this is any film like obviously we're mm-hmm. focusing on rom-coms but like any anything that really came out of that decade and in, in terms of comedy too mm-hmm. was so lazy because it was just yes. it was just built on stereotypes yeah and being mean well and i think too people were being kind of like edgy and shit like it was yeah. like fun to be edgy i mean i guess that's always been kind of how it is but it's just yeah, like it was, the edgy was getting fucking it was losing its edge it wasn't it was. even like when everything's being edgy it's in a very like, bro way it's shit. like what is controversial about this other than being mean yeah another fun racist thing they did oh. was so they uh there's like another man that uh the bride and groom are trying to set jennifer gardner up with oh right right, right. um who was like a hot doctor hot doctor um, hot and, and they're like getting along and everything yeah he seemed great um and then they're like dancing at the wedding and just like this is supposed to be a joke he's like i spent some time in columbia and she, and jennifer gardner says what are you a drug mule yes and now that is another record scratch moment like what? where we have to go what is that why and though? for who and yeah. is this the so joke pretty hilarious yeah so that's the kind of you know jokes per minute we're talking oh, that about JPM. in the writing you know JPM. i think those those two male writers really they're really funny. push the bar really on this funny. one yeah you know what and i mean it's just so impressive to see men finally <sighs> be able to like write what they want you know thank you for saying that because it's like and especially in the arena of the rom-com it's oh, like right? who better who better to capture and to be that able to see like behind the the shit bag that is Matthew i like i've and i've told i've told you mm-hmm. this um i've always wanted to see a rom-com from like an attractive rich white male perspective totally who's you know deeply tragic mm-hmm. because of their past mm-hmm. but ultimately kind of learns a lesson and mm-hmm. gets what they want in the end yeah and, and the thing he needs for that to happen is a ghost he needs to come a ghost. fucking bring his hand through all this shit yeah, yeah. okay yeah ebenezer style yeah in the end uh, michael douglas comes back and he's MD. like so things are pretty rough hey eh? there's this like insane scene where they're like out in the street and it starts to rain really hard and he's like these are all the lady tears that have been spent on you it's yeah it, it's supposed to be this like apex like scene of just like oh, no I've changed. I've changed you know like that whole it's a wonderful life Ugh. Ebenezer Scrooge yeah. what's another one I feel like this is to come in trouble oh even um Citizen Kane because I was saying oh, you were saying the swing set he clocks mm-hmm. it when he's coming in and you uh, said it was like Rosebud. And it's like Rosebud because it's the thing that triggers mm-hmm. that moment when he first experienced a pure love. Right. So it's just like, it's just this like sense of like white entitled men who are just like, I, but I'm yeah. my thing. I but didn't they, get they, it. They and I spent thingy. my whole life being sad about it. It's like, okay. Jokes on you, you though, because the only reason I know the word Rosebud is Rosebud. because it is a cheat code oh. from the original Sims game. Oh. You put in Rosebud and you get $1,000. What? Mm-hmm. Does it still work? 
Uh, I believe I believe it works on the current Sims games. I'm not sure. I'm not sure though. Wow. The the better one though is you put exclamation mark semicolon oh. exclamation mark semicolon over and over and over again, and you get lots of money. Oh my god! That's for anyone still playing the original Sims <gasps> games. Shouty outy outy to our simmers. Simmer um, down now. Okay, so then uh, a bunch. Okay, we will be clear and honest for the first time. For the first time, <laughs> we spent. At least the last half hour of this movie on our phones. We did. Because it got super boring. <laughs> you know when that, that time hits you where you're like, I can't focus exclusively on oh, this movie. It's so because it's mind not worth our time. Yeah. Because like at no point do you care about Matthew No, no one. We had no. There's no, no reason. moment that I wanted to see him win. Jennifer Garner too. I was just like, like eh. I don't care. Like, I don't honestly, know enough about her. Because here's the thing. He, okay, so... um. He he's then taken by this silent woman, very weird. Oh, right. Through like the forest, like she's, she's like the, the final the person spirit. Bring, yeah, the, the future. And you're just like, okay. yeah. It was kind of did. It was it was it was creepy. And I creepy. really wanted like someone just kind of shoot Matthew McConaughey. Like I was like, what if this yeah. turned into a horror movie right oh, now? Right? I'd be like, wow, what a I'd journey be like, we're on. Here is a clap. I'd be know? like, holy shit, we went from rom com to horror. Midsummer. Oh wow. Um, because really, that's kind of what happened in Midsummer. Okay. Hey, no so, spoilers. <laughs> um, we should do Midsummer as well. I, I, I don't. We should. Oh, I don't want to rewatch it. Though. Uh, I haven't so, even seen it. So. You haven't? No, oh, that's good. I've been meaning to. Um, you were so. Uh, I was traumatized by Hereditary, yeah, hereditary so yeah. I just need <laughs> need every like, the person who told me to watch Hereditary was like, "Oh, it's not that scary," and uh, it was literally. I can't close my eyes without seeing certain images. <laughs> and uh, I haven't slept properly in years because of it. And Despite how much melatonin I'm you're taking. I'm clocking in that melatonin. You're clocking it I'm in. I'm taking it down. Okay, but his ghost of the fucking future, <sighs> instead of taking him to his death, boring, he boring. takes him to the future where Jennifer Gardner is getting married to, to the hot guy, doctor. Which we're like and happy so I'm about. Like, great. Yeah, he was Wonderful. great. Beginning to end. He seems nice. Yep. You guys had she great banter. Yep. You guys seemed fun. Yep. Even like her and McConaughey had, had like a weird kind of scene where like it seems like some other guys might have gotten jealous. He was super chill with it. Yep. Cool. I was like, great. Jennifer Gardner's fine. But then uh, his brother's there because his brother didn't end up getting married and, and oh. Matthew McConaughey sees how sad he is Honestly, and then he's like walking with him through, through the forest and then slowly Breckenmeyer gets older and older in a sad so like sad. and no offense to the makeup artist on this but Yikes. it was like it was rough they really added some heft to his face they did not to his body just to his face his face yeah was heavily hefted hefted yeah um, turns out he's walking through this field to the sea <gasps> Uh-oh, it's Matthew McConaughey's funeral. Oh, my God. And guess who's there? Just the officiant oh. and Breckenmeyer. But did they do that thing where they set up a bunch of chairs? They did. Oh, and but nobody only one came. came. But he had a funeral by the sea. Yeah, because oh. he's rich. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, kind of how the ghost part ends that's kind of and and honestly that's the last we really kind of like delve into that whole weird ghost side plot yeah that's kind of it yeah i think uh michael douglas shoves him into his grave yeah which was fun yeah oh and then all the women um uh bury oh, right, him, right, right which again i could have spent like maybe 
45 more minutes like take out 45 minutes of the rest of the movie Absolutely. and just add in like the women all murdering him. let's see that montage um, i would love to see that you know that's a rom-com i would watch oh uh, that's a roll in the hay Ooh, hilarious that's a roll in the mcconaughey mcconaughey yeah we actually cannot e- even say roll in the mcconaughey because that in- that implies he's in a lincoln but you said Lincoln just now, and now I've said Lincoln. But I'm allowed I've to say it, it again. I'm allowed to say it if I'm telling you not to say it. Interesting. And in case you were wondering what word I was telling you not to say, the word you cannot say is Lincoln. <sighs> okay. Okay. So please don't say roll in the McConaughey. Okay. Again. Okay. Because they, it's kind of like when you swear on live TV. Yeah. They ding ya. It costs. I mean, I did swear on The Price Is Right, and <laughs> they tasered my ass. Well, you should not have told. Drew Carey to shove it up his ass. Okay, well, Drew came for me before mm-hmm. I came for him. I always will believe that. I told him that oven was thirteen ninety nine, <laughs> and he said, it's not your turn to guess. And I said, this shove is... Shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> I love that for you, too. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then basically... Okay, the way he gets back, Jeffrey Gardner, I'm so annoyed with this, because basically the reason the wedding was called off was because... One of the bridesmaids had slept with Breckenmeyer like yes. years ago, it seemed. Yeah, it but feels maybe like it was. while they were already yeah, together, it's still kind of shitty. Matthew McConaughey tells Gretchen Wieners to, and I quote, "Get over it." Mm. Good I advice. mean, like during an impassioned just speech, kidding. but it was bizarre. It was. I was just like, this is such a wild yeah. thing to do. It's just choices that I don't understand why anyone would make. No, um, it's clearly so written by male authors who are like, let's just move the plot. Yeah, let's make a let's make a paycheck. Let's make that page. Um, and uh, then in the end, him and Jennifer Garner get together and nobody cares. Nobody cares. And nobody cares. Nothing is important about it. Um, you know, what's funny is that, you know, who had recently watched this film? Hmm. My parents. No. Yeah. Because. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Netflix, it only has so many movies and they had, been, they had mentioned that they'd watched it and they're like, it, my dad was like, you know, like. No, just given like all the Me Too stuff and everything, it just really wasn't good. Really? Yeah. And I, I was like, love that. that's cute. I'm glad that we were able to see that. <laughs> uh, me too. Yeah, me too. And I'm sorry too. that they had to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. You're like, yeah, he's a womanizing piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. And in the end, he gets what he wants because a bunch of his ghostly ex-girlfriends. Yeah, it only takes of... like 15 people to help him exactly. out. Exactly. He doesn't so. pick it up right away either. He's no, he like, really doesn't. He's like, I really got this going on. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard, to, again, to empathize with a charismatic predator. You Certainly. Know what, I mean? what? It's just like. I don't know. People do it all the time, Carrie. Oh, don't I People know do it all the time. Don't I know it. God, oh. You know who wouldn't have been good as the leading man in this? Who? Paul Rudd. Oh, we wouldn't have been able nice. to believe it. He's too nice. Is he ever an asshole in a movie? trying to think i have not i can't think of it if you if any of our uh audience, oh if you can think of an asshole paul rudd please let us know and do not oh i mean he is in um what's it called i know American. wet hot american yeah Summer. But, but he's he plays so it good in, like that i literally thought of that yeah too. no but that's but that's satire that's, yeah that's satire so, that's so do not include that do not we're talking like a serious asshole role that isn't wet mm-hmm. hot american summer exactly so, so true a serious asshole role serious asshole role asshole i went up for that role for a serious asshole yeah nice yeah yeah i played it too big they said that's fair and too goofy too gaping yeah too so gaping of an asshole Ugh. it's a note my goodness well 
here's here's hoping you know what's funny is uh we watch that because we're like oh it'd be nice like people can watch it if they want to but don't, don't. please don't don't waste i think your time. this is we've done the work here because it's so on netflix we're like to. oh like yeah don't spare no, yourself don't listen do to this podcast thank please. you if you're still I mean, listening if you're listening you've already obviously listened. i mean it's redundant here but it's true paul rudd you know where carrie paul. lives and her number and when you can come for her yes mm-hmm. it is i'm between two and five on the patio and she's 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after it's a bookend but honestly if you well, Anytime. if you come from three to five, uh, I'll be there. Okay, well, just but ring I'll, the doorbell. But I'll, I'll answer. I'll let you know I'll, where she is. I'll let you know. Um, Carrie, yeah, what an excellent little podcast we just did. It was. I good. give us both five stars. Five out of five. Exactly. Five kind of yay. And you know what? You should give five stars. Oh. Our podcast <gasps> on the little app you listen on. On, what your, a, on your dumb little app. What a great little uh, segue that was. Thank you. Don't love the dumb little app thing. It was kind of a weird. Well. A lot of the apps are a little bit dumb. They're a little bit dumb, but they're Um, a lot of love. That's lovely. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at when came at a. Oh, and you can follow us on Instagram at brunch comedy because that's also what we're called. Brunch comedy. Yes. What? Collectively, we're known as brunch. comedy. That's right. Um, you can look in the episode notes for dumb shit I put in there because I like to put a lot of dumb you shit put in there. So much dumb shit, I and do. they're honestly gems. It's true. I'll put a picture of Breck and Meyer's face so you know who he is. Okay, we're gonna need that. <laughs> That's a promise you've made. That so is it's not in there. Promise made is a promise played. Ooh, I hate you. the player, not the game, and I hate the game. And I hate the game, Monopoly. Oh, it sucks because it's rigged. It's boring and it's capitalism. And it's ga- it is capitalism. It is capitalism. <laughs> it's capitalism. It is not fun. Wait a minute. It's not fun. This is capitalism. That's slogan. <laughs> oh man. But you know what? Oh. Until next time. Oh. I've been Allie. And I will remain Carrie. That is true. Mm. I, I will remember you. Ghost of girlfriends. Oh, best. will you remember me? Matthew McConaughey